All right. Hello, everyone. We're just giving everybody a chance to get signed on here. That's the reason I wanted to log in here a few minutes earlier and get all adjusted. <clears throat> and then what you seen me doing there just a minute ago, I was adding the code, the embed code to the website. And some people are viewing that. If you're view viewing from the website, be sure to let us know that it's working correctly. And want to encourage you, as you see on the screen here, this is what we'll be doing this morning, is we'll do a welcome, a couple things there you can help us, is by sharing or starting a watch party to bring more people in. Uh, just so you know, those you bring in as a watch party, I cannot see their comments, and so somebody comments on that, I'll not be able to see those. But do enter prayer request uh, over here if you're signed in on the church account, I'll be able to see those. And then we'll be given a couple of announcements. And then next, we will be doing the sermon. And I'll, I'll be sharing my screen and the outline there. And then also about, uh, we'll be doing prayer requests throughout. Okay, prayer requests, placing the comments. And then we'll be taking your questions and comments. So at this time, be sure to like, share, and or comment. That let us know as you're here. I'm going to adjust my webcam a little bit. There we go. That's better. All right, I'm look at your comments here a little bit. Make sure everything's working correctly. Make sure you can hear me. Make Okay, Carrie says you can see. You can hear. Okay, you can hear now. All right. Very good. We good, Leanna? Okay, she gave me the go-ahead. All right, we'll go ahead and uh, get started this morning. And thank you so much for joining us for this uh, live session. You'll see me looking around a lot, and that's because I have two screens in front of me, and there's a lot going on here. But thanks so much for joining us, and we want to get started out in a word of prayer. And then we'll get started with our service. In the meantime, be sure to like, share, comment, and interact in the comments. Also, you can start a watch party. That'll bring more people in also and give us more people that have logged in and are able to see this. So at that t this time, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as we come before you, we just thank you so much for the ability to go online today and share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray for our worldwide pandemic concerning the COVID-19 virus. Pray for all those who are impacted and affected by this uh, crisis during this time. And Lord, we just pray that you will be with us in a special way. Lord, we pray especially for those who have been infected with this virus. Lord, many have uh perished as a result. And Lord, we know it's creeping closer to home to our communities and churches and county. But Lord, we just pray you'll protect us and watch over us. Your will be done. Lord, help us not to have a spirit of fear, but Lord, help us to understand that you are in control. And Lord, you will navigate us through this and guide us through this and help us through this. And Lord, we can just rely on you that you know you've always promised you'd never leave us nor forsake us. And we know now even though we're not able to have a present service together, gather together as we normally do, Lord, we can rejoice in the fact that we're still a church, even though we're not meeting in a building today. We pray for other churches, Lord, that are meeting, that share the gospel, that you'll be with them in a special way. And 
Lord, we pray for those who are having service and those who are watching online, and we pray for those drive-in services today and other innovative ways people have thought of. I pray for each and every one of these. Be in the sermon, be in the message. Lord, bless us today. We ask it done in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, with that prayer, let my eyes get adjusted. All right, be sure to enter your prayer requests throughout. We'll be taking those uh, at the end, and I will pray specifically for your prayer request all the way at the end, and so be sure to do that. I'll be placing those in there now. The next thing I want to do is just give a couple of announcements as people are logging in and joining us. I want to give the church just a couple things that I had shared with uh, in an email. So if I don't have your email, be sure to get that to me. I'm going to share my screen at this time. I want to show you a couple ways that you can help us real quick. I sent out an email earlier, and some would be watching later by DVD. You might want to fast forward through this maybe. But we're. I want you to look at the couple things that I put down in this email I sent out earlier as way of announcements that you can help the church uh, first of all, you know, I don't want you to not be involved in the service right now. You still, still need to be spiritually fed. Uh, those who don't have the capability can still read the Word of God and pray and join others uh, through technology. So be sure to be reading your Bibles and so forth. Uh, remember today, you know, no service at the church building, but uh, you can live stream through Facebook and then the website. And I'll be sharing a message on uncharted territory this morning, all right, and trust it to be a blessing in the current crisis in which we live. And then also, uh, there are ways you can help our church right now and other churches, but our church specifically during this time, that these are several ways that I came up with that I believe will navigate us through these challenging uh, times, this crisis. I give you several ways you can help the church right now, and you can help me, you can help the missionaries, you can help the members, visitors, and all. And here are ways we can navigate this crisis. And by doing so, that I believe that once this crisis has passed, uh, that we will continue on as a church without missing a beat. All right, so number one, encourage everyone that is able to view the live stream services, including yourselves on Facebook or the website. Uh, this is not a time not to be fed spiritually. In fact, we need to be fed more spiritually during this time. I have the links here. If you're watching, you already know about that. I want to also encourage every church member and person who attends a church, whether it's faith or another church, don't stop giving. Okay, Some people say, well, I can't believe you would say that. Well, it takes money to operate. It takes money to keep a church going, and that's why a lot of churches have panicked during this pandemic because they're wondering how they're going to pay the light bill, uh, the oil bill, the missionaries, and the preacher, and then being able to continue on with all the obligations that we have. So let me encourage you, don't stop giving. Uh, continue to send your tithes, offerings, uh, missions, and gifts to Faith Baptist, P.O. Box 871, Bassett, Virginia. Be a good time to utilize online giving. I encourage that, either temporary or long-term. Many missionaries have contacted me, evangelists, Singing groups, let's remember them, are impacted by the fact we are unable right now to have a service. So be sure that you are still utilizing online giving during this time. That is a way that you can help. So I encourage you to do, do not stop giving. Next, another way that you can help 
is moving on down here. Be sure to check on members, visitors, uh, your neighbors, your coworkers. Uh, you know, by doing so, uh, do so by calling, texting. Okay, uh, calling, texting, Facebook messaging, email, or card. And of course, visiting right now is not an option. So that's challenging to the churches. We are not able to visit the hospitals, the nursing homes. So we got to think of other ways to do that. And thank the Lord that we do have these capabilities. Moving right along, what I need as a church, I sent this out on the phone tree. I'm still in need of volunteers. Uh, those, if you're listening from our church, be a volunteer. That's one way that you can help us. It's an incredible time to serve. So let me, the pastor, or Leanna, or Herbie Clark, one of our deacons, uh, know that you are willing to help in some way during this time. That would be great. Okay, and that involves uh, maybe getting on the phone and calling, checking on people. I just don't have the time or the with being bombarded with calls and emails and text and all the things I have going on. Just need people to bit volunteer and mostly call people. All right, so I'm convinced we do these four things, church. We're going to come out on the other side of this crisis, and we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. And the Lord has given me peace about this. I uh, also want to mention, uh, thanks so much for the church for their support during this time. This has made the burden light uh, to uh, not, you know, everyone, as far as I know, has been very supportive of me and my decisions concerning the COVID-19 virus and how it affects our church. So thank you so much for for that encouragement and for the support during this time. Also, I want to say this. Some people are worried about me. Don't you worry about me. Uh, don't pity me, but pray for me. Hey, I'm up for the challenge. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, that episode of Andy Griffith when that guy came in, his car broke down, and Opie says, well, I, you know, if you stay the night, I get to sleep on the ironing board. Well, that's the way I feel about this. I don't mind sleeping on the ironing board, and I'm up for the challenge as a pastor. I believe the Lord gave me the wisdom to handle this, navigate this, so praise the Lord for that. means the world to me. Thank you so much, church. You're an awesome bunch of folks to pastor, and I love you. Next is... Let's pray, 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 pray. Uh, pray for those who have been infected, uh, impacted by the virus. Let's not forget those, the ones that have been infected. Pray for those worldwide. Let's remember everyone worldwide. Pray for our country, our president. Pray for our state, our governor, whether you agree with him politically or not. Our county. Let's remember our community and remember our church family in prayer. I want to share this with you. I'm not going to sing this morning. All right. Uh, I kind of want to, but I'm not going to. I better not. Uh, but this hymn has been on my heart for several days, and it seems to uh, characterize the days in which we live. I've kind of kept this on my mind. I believe I'm going to carry this all the way through. As uh, the old the hymn <clears throat> in our hymnal says, in times like these. So in times like these, you need what? You need a Savior. In times like this, you need an anchor. And to be very sure, your anchor holds... And grips the what, church? The solid rock. The solid rock. And who's the solid rock? The solid rock is Jesus Christ. He's the one, the only one. So be very sure. Okay, be very sure that your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. Praise the Lord for that. Let's transition back over. We've done our you start a watch party. Remember to enter your prayer request. 
and then we've given you the announcements. So right now, I would like to go into the right into the sermon. So let me bring up my outline here, and so hopefully you can see me. Okay, I've got to switch that around a little bit, Leanna, because um, in real time here, it's kind of mm, okay. But yeah, if I can get my webcam to show up here in a second. I'll click on it there. There we go. There we go. Now I'm getting there. Because we're doing this in real time. That's what happens when you're live. You got to be versatile. You got to be ready. Okay. All right. Here we go. Switching over. All right. Very good. Switching over. Okay. So we're going to adjust that picture just a little bit. And then we'll get right into it. If you want to find in your Bibles, we will be going to Acts chapter number 16. Let's try that. Very good. All right. Now I got got it the way I want it. Had to do that in real time. Had to be quick. All right. So anyway, I want to share with you this morning a couple things concerning uh, an outline. A sermon outline is on the screen there, and I want to share it with you now. All right. And I want to go to Acts chapter number 16. You can see the outline on the screen and I want to talk about uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. That's where we are right now. A word that we could use is unprecedented times. Unprecedented times. We've never, there's never been a time like this that we live in right now. But God's going to guide us. God is going to show us the way. We're going to pray for wisdom. He, the Bible says God gives wisdom. Uh, all we have to do is ask if we lack, uh, lack wisdom. And we're able to uh, ask for that. And so God's going to give us wisdom to navigate and show us what to do during these times. I know people say, well, we do not need to fear. And that is so true. We do not need to fear. Uh, but if you listen, if you are fearful, uh, talk to the Lord about that. I encourage you to talk to the Lord about that. Don't pretend if you are afraid, don't pretend that you are not. Talk to the Lord about it. So, folks, we're in uncharted territory. We don't know how this is going to turn out. We don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know how bad it's going to get before we get back on the other side and then we can put all this behind us. We just don't know that. So we're in uncharted territory. And in Acts chapter number 16, we find Paul on his second missionary journey, and they were going into uncharted territory. I'm going to share that with you. Acts chapter number 16 and I'm going to be reading, first of all, here in my Bible, right here in Acts chapter number 16, verses 6 through 11. The Bible says, Now when they had gone through Pergia and the region, region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Basidia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they passing by Mysia came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, which means begged him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel Unto them. Therefore, loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to uh, so forth, and the next day into Nepopolis. Okay, so let me give you a couple things here as as way of 
we're talking about uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. This is the modern Macedonian call in which they brought the gospel over into Europe. And I'm praying today that the gospel being broadcast through Facebook, YouTube, all these things will get the gospel out. And in a way, you think about all the preachers, evangelists, churches doing revolutionary things. We need to pray for those and the gospel getting out. And But going down here, the first thing I want to share with you, number one, would be under my point is obscurity uh, is the word obscurity. Um, it says here that the word obscurity means not clear or plain, ambiguous, vague, or uncertain. So for many of us, this is what this is uncharted territory. We have never been here before. When Paul was going out, he was to the point that, he had never they have never been to this part before. They did not know what they were getting into. They did not know what they were going to experience. And so this was uncharted territory, which means here for us that we just don't know what we are getting into and what's out there. And with obscurity comes fear because we don't know what to expect. We don't know what's next. We don't know what's on the other side. And so they were in that situation themselves. But what they done is they endeavored, which means to seek in order to find, to desire or seek. And uh, what did they expect to find during this time? Means to seek in order to find, uh, endeavor to go. So what did they expect to find? Well, in the uncharted territory is what? A couple things. There is the unknown. The unknown. We do not know. There are some things that we just don't, we can't read the future. We can't tell you the future. God knows the future. And then next is the fact that there is so much uncertainty. Things have changed so much and are going to continually uh, to rapidly change. So we just don't know. There's so much uncertainty, but God is going to take care of us in that. Next thing I want to talk about is in this obscurity was opportunities. There were many opportunities there that were available in verse number 12. And from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a a colony. And we were in that city abiding certain days, certain days. And on the Sabbath, we went out of the city by Riverside where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the woman which resorted thither. So we have the opportunities. Now, when you're studying the Word of God, there are several words that came that seem to start with the same letter. We call that alliteration. And you see in this passage, there are several words that start with the letter C, with the letter C, and that gives us an idea. And I want you to follow me on this is that here we have many opportunities. In this crisis, we have so many opportunities available to us to serve our neighbors, to serve our community, to serve our church, and by doing so, serving our Lord. We have so, so I encourage you to look for the positive, look for ways to serve, look for ways to help, look for ways to Uh, Help someone, encourage someone, pray for someone, share the gospel with someone. Do these things, 
and look for the positives. I could sit here and tell you about all the negatives, but you've already heard about all those. The people who are going to shine and stand out during these hard times, they're going to be the ones who who shine on the other side and make an impact upon people during this crisis. So there were many opportunities. And what we've seen here is that as they went into this uncharted territory, they've never been before. They went into it. The Bible says a chief city. And so they, as they go into a city, you think about, well, first of all, we could say they went into a, a country. They went into a country. Can you check my audio, Leon? I'm getting some comments about my audio. Okay, so you have some, you have here some, uh, yeah, we're checking on that audio for you. Opportunities. Turn turn that down, please. All right. Many opportunities. And we had here, first of all, a country. You think about Europe, modern-day Europe was such a country. And then we bring that down to what? A colony? All right, a, ch- well, a chief city, I should say. So we're narrowing it down. And then it's going to come down to certain days, and eventually we're going to get to what? A certain woman, a certain woman that is going to get the gospel. And this is going to open her heart, open her home, and it's going to be an opportunity to get the gospel out and want to be the first converts going into uh, Europe. Okay, so look for the opportunities. There are so many possibilities. And here's the thing. Some will believe and receive, and then others will doubt and go without. So you think about people who may contract or have this virus already or may contract the virus. We may know some people here in the next coming weeks that we know in our families, our church family, our community that have this, that have this um, you know, virus. And what that's going to come to is... You know, God loves those people. Now, people will probably um, shun a lot of people that have that. But here it says that, you know, God loves us so much. Here's the thought I'm getting to. God loves us so much that you take from a you go from a country, Europe, you narrow that down to a city, all right, and then you bring it down to a uh, a colony. And then you bring it down to a certain person, a certain person. All right, so that's the ones that that um, God loves so much that he's narrowed it down, that the gospel is so important that he's going to bring it to a person. Next, I want to mention that there are going to be oppositions. There's going to be oppositions in verse number, verse number 16. says, And it came to pass as we went to pray, prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of uh, divination met us, which brought her masters, which gained by soothsaying. So as they went into this uh, opportunity, guess what? We had oppositions, oppositions. Anytime you enter into an endeavor, anytime you enter into an opportunity, you're going to face problems. Uh, there are many problems that we could think about that this causes uh, for the church. I like to think of problems as uh, challenges, and this is going to bring many, many problems. So don't think everything's uh, rosy and okay. And as you look to go and as we venture into this, uh, there's going to be some problems. There are going to be some uh, oppositions that we're going to face, but we're going to face them together. 
and we're going to face them with the Lord, and he is going to help us in a wonderful way. Also, you know, later on in Acts chapter number 16, you remember Paul and Silas were imprisoned, and, and that's eventually what got them into this. People were saved, yes, but they're, they were in prison. And you remember as they were in prison, and they were in that terrible situation, and you know, right now I'm surprised how many people are moaning and groaning and complaining and bickering and during this time when we ought to be rejoicing. Think of Paul, think of his ministry, and think about how they were in jail and how they were imprisoned and how it wasn't a good situation. They were shackled, it was cold, and, and so forth and so on. But you know what happened was during the midnight hour, you know what happened? They didn't moan and groan and complain and bicker and talk about their situation and say, boy, we sure could do something for God if we wasn't in this crisis, we wasn't in this situation. But what did they do? In the midnight hour, in the lateness of the night, in the midst of the crisis and the storm, they were singing. So church, we need to be singing. We need to be rejoicing. We need to be praising God. We could say, well, I didn't get to meet at church today, but we need to be thankful and grateful that there are other means. I'm going to tell you, this seems to me to be a wonderful, really, challenge for us. It may shake us up. It may shake a lot of other people up to the point that people will start paying attention to the gospel, paying attention to the fact that Christ is coming back. Christ will be coming back soon, church. Are you ready? Are you ready to go with him? So we're going to face those prisons uh, those uh, type of situations, but let us be uh, let us be rejoicing in the midnight hour. In the midst of it, let us be singing, let us be praising, let us be talking about the wonderful things of the Lord. Right, verses thirty one and thirty four. I'm not going to go so in depth in those, but there are some words as I had a, a written outline here. I want to share with you. Here is. The things that were open. God can do anything. God is the God of miracles. He can do anything. And what he's able to do here is when they entered into this new endeavor, this uncharted territory that they've never been into before, there were several things that were opened unto them. The first thing that I think is so important is there were hearts that were opened. As they went in and they shared the gospel there were hearts uh, that were opened uh, to the gospel. And I pray through this. God works in different ways at different times. And there are several instances, examples in the Bible when God's people stopped listening and they weren't paying attention that God used unusual methods in which to get people's attention. We live in those days now. I know people were complaining and pastors were saying, well, I won't be able to see my people. And, and uh, you know, I said, well, you know, some of them, all they do is fall asleep and they don't bring their Bibles and they don't pay attention to what the Word of God's saying. And so maybe through this process, people will wake up and their hearts will be opened and people will start paying attention to the Word of God and paying attention to being obedient. And so we pray that hearts are open, people's attention. You think about, as I shared a video yesterday on our on my page, Facebook page, about 
how that God used these unusual methods in the Bible. He used unusual methods in Ezekiel, and he used unusual methods in Jer- through Jeremiah the prophet and Hosea. These are very, uh, very unusual things that were done. For example, Jeremiah carried around a yoke because people stopped listening to be a, what we call an action sermon. He, he lived out the sermon before him because they were no longer listening to lectures. Uh, we think about Ezekiel. Ezekiel had unusual ministry. Read the first couple chapters of Ezekiel. I mean, the Bible says to go, you know, put you, shut yourself up in your home and, and don't say a word and don't prophesy and stop preaching. He told him to stop talking, stop prophesying. Imagine that, because guess what? People were not listening. They weren't listening. And so God said, go lock yourself up. And then that way, the next time you come out of the house and you speak up as God's man, people are going to be paying attention and listening. Uh, there was in chapter four, he goes out and he lays out in the street. <laughs> um, he, he takes several items with him. He takes a frying pan, if you will. He takes some little to- toy soldiers, if you will. He takes some like a um, chalkboard or a whiteboard, if you will. And he goes out there and just illustrates that message before him. And so that's what we need to do, church. We need to, we've heard sermons, heard sermons, heard sermons, read sermons, preached sermons, uh, you know, taught lessons. We've talked about all these things and these days would come and now it's time to implement them. <laughs> Maybe God's saying, hey, you're going to be out in church a while so you can put all these things into practice and put them into action. Because it does us no good to be hearers only. We need to be doers of the word and implementing it. So there needs to be open hearts. Hey, there were open doors. We need to pray for God to open doors. There were open bars, the prison bars, uh, open prison. Uh, And then there were open homes. Because this is where we get the verse that I love that that we're going to kind of wind this thing down on before I get real fired up is... The Bible says, folks, listen, if you're out there and you're not saved and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, I invite you now to make that wonderful discovery of the Lord Jesus Christ before it's everlasting eternity too late. And how do we do that? Well, it's found here in Acts chapter number 16. The Bible says, believe, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt shout be saved but it doesn't end there and thy house the bible still teaches about household salvation when you get saved you ought to get saved because when you do you'll be a witness to your spouse your girlfriend you'll be a witness to your children you'll be a witness to your family your moms your dad grandchildren friends family neighbor associates (laughs) you'll be a witness to those people and so thank you so much is uh we are doing revolutionary things different things now but the lord we can still preach we can still share the word of god we can still pray and things like that so i want to change gears here a little bit and i'm going to share my computer screen or go back here a little bit let's see what i could use maybe to view your comments. I'm going to transition over here and I'm going to look at your comments. And if you have any prayer requests, things like that, I'm going to run back through here and see who's all with us. 
Okay, we got, yeah, Carrie, thank you for being with us. Melissa, and uh, good to have you. Good morning. All right, and then let's see. Tracy, thank you for joining us. All right, Cloris, good to see you. All right, we need to pray for Margaret Jameson, 83 and very sick. We'll do that. All right, Brenda says looks good. Sounds good picture. Okay, um, Marge, hey, Marge, Randy. Um, all right, sorry about it. It was cutting in and out there. We, I believe we fixed that. Hey, Chad, I don't know what happened there. It might have been the internet. Okay, lagging a little bit. Imagine all the people online today, all these churches and stuff. Okay, I think that's on the internet end. I might need to upgrade. All right, hey, Joe, Darlene, Kenneth Hilton. All right, we've got um, we've got John Louise watching. All right, Missy Minnick. And then, okay, let's see. All right, Michelle Cole. Hospital has closed all visitors as of 8 this morning. Oh, wow. See, this is uh, impact a lot of people, isn't it? We have people who are really impacted by this as far as uh, what we're what we're thinking about uh, medical workers one of the things we want to do is be able to as they say flatten the curve flatten the curve because it is it we could overwhelm the medical community we need to think about people we need to think about um, i'll move my make my thing a little bigger here how about that okay and let's see who else all right Doing much better. All right. Yeah, so the hospital closed all visitors this morning. Wow. Okay. And all right, Brenda Mays, thanks. The sound working better, John. Uh, pray for my wife, Sherry, not feeling good. Pray for those who are less fortunate than us. Pray that the lost, they get saved. Amen to that. All right. Talk to Miss Hagee. Hey, Darlene Gravely. Talk to Miss Hagee yesterday. She said she felt weak, but Bob, Bob's on the way there. Yes, I believe... Um, Herbie talked to him yesterday, and he had come in to help him. All right, yeah, Miss Hagee. All right, and okay, we've got all right, Miss Rosemary. All right, good to have you. And Missy Minute, Corey, good to have you. Lisa Wallington, good to have you. Tracy, hey Garnet, there's Garnet. Hey Annie, Versal, my buddy, uh, Carrie, uh, Miss Faye, hopefully Ted, uh, Joe Mays, good to have you. All right, Kenneth, uh, Jesse, uh, Deskins. All right, buddy. All right. So uh, looking through here, do you have any other prayer requests uh, that you'd like to mention before we close out? Maybe you have any questions, comments, and or criticisms. I'll be taking those or how you think uh, you like my opinion on how long you think this will go, uh, what, how this impacts the church, some, some ways you can help. And we'll take a few minutes here and do a discussion. Right. So if you have, I'll stick around with you. I'm available to you if you need to speak or anything you'd like to share with me in the comments. Of course, if you need to get with me, be sure to uh, text me or call me. Don't hesitate. You may have to leave a voicemail. You can call the church. That's directed to my cell phone as well. So we are, are available and able to do that. I want to encourage you in the meantime, as we're waiting for those comments to come in, that you can go to the website and I've got to reduce myself the corner here and I'm going to continue to remember to go to the website. It's going to be a tremendous resource. A couple of things I want to encourage you on real quickly. Uh, like find us on, you can find us on Facebook there. I'll upload this later to YouTube. We don't use YouTube as much, but more Facebook and the live. I want you to util utilize the online giving 
okay there and then you can see down here we're uh live on the page which is on the home page to make it easy for you to find and then also you i want you to subscribe and to put in your email here even if you're not a part of our church to keep up with uh the news also again online giving so important during this time you can do this uh, you don't even have to sign in you can just give it uh, without signing in like a you know for the time being or you can sign in and create an account very easy email password log in give you tithes offerings and gifts so you can choose a fund tithes and offerings i'll go in here later and give mine missions we also have a tab if you'd like to click that and give towards the gym project which was finished this week uh will be finished tomorrow i should say and i can show you maybe a few pictures of that real quick and go to our facebook page if you don't have that, let me show you some pictures. I took some yesterday that are that are actually uh, more updated that I need to, let's see here, photos. Here we go. And show you a couple the uh, pictures of how the gym project's coming along. So these are the latest pictures here of the gym project. You can see that they put a drain in here yesterday that'll catch all this water coming from that side of the parking lot. And that's wonderful. Let me zoom in on this and I'll show you. So one of the good things is we've been able to accomplish this this week. And so when water comes down here, it'll hit here and then there's going to be, there's a drain there now. So all this will come down and go in. And then also we've got new gutters, new drains here. All right. So we got all that accomplished. Praise the Lord for that. And those who gave, we got the plaque. Here's all the equipment. All right, here's the drain I was talking about. We got that put in. All right. We've got our heat and air system on stilts now back here. We've got that accomplished. All right. And then down through here is where the water will be taken. All right, it'll come down. Here, so a lot of water. All right, all these drains here, then plus all the parking lot, it's all attached and it will exit down through here. All right, so we get rid of all that water from the gym and get it away from the building. I'll show you a couple more uh, backing up. You can see all the work that's being done. I'm clicking through real fast. I don't want to hold you up, but try to catch one, the trucks, and then where they this is where they put that membrane in. All right, and then right here this here to quit you know then we got to put our gas line back we had a water line coming in we got that repaired so we're going to be back in business be in good shape all right just wanted to share those uh with you so let's go back to facebook live and we'll see about real quick your i'm going to zoom out of my screen here and see if you had any prayer requests or maybe just like to say hi Okay, I'm going to log back into mine if I can figure it out. Okay. All right, look at your <clears throat> comments here. With any other comments, uh, let's see here. Leanna, that you notice that you can shout out to me. And I'm looking back. Uh, yeah, our Carrie, member of our family, and all the uh, buttercups. Yeah, I like that. Buttercups, all the puppies now. And, okay, Tracy says, thank you so much. I'm missing my church. And I imagine many are today. Okay, Lisa Helms. Whoops. Let me figure out how to. I need to switch my screen again. 
Let me transition over. There we go. That'd be better, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm going to go back. So I need to go back, Leanna, to... All right, Tracy, RSC, Chloris Klein. Uh, will there... Where there is a will, there is a way. I'm glad that the Lord used you to find the way to deliver the word. Yes, Chloris, I'm going to pin that comment and place it at the top. Yeah, there's always a way. There's more than one way to skin a cat, isn't it? <laughs> All right, and... Uh, Sally's here, says uh, streaming to the TV. All right, very good, very good. Uh, Lisa Helms, pray for my family members that cannot get into the Rocky Mount Hospital to see their mother. Martha is in the, the ICU. Yeah, see, that's another thing we got to think about those family. Imagine the loneliness of you know wanting people to see people and not be able to because of this. Okay, Kenneth says... Uh, we were trying to figure out how to have a Roku smart TV. I'm sure a lot of people are trying to figure that out. All right, it says, so where do the folks go if an emergency happens? Are they taking patients? Okay, that's uh, going along with the, yeah, Lisa's. Okay. All right, so we're going to pray again. And if you have something else, Lord knows all about. Yeah, Leanna says we have a couple of birthdays I'd like to share. So who's those? All right, Monday. Oh, Cloris Klein, happy birthday. All right, happy birthday, Cloris Klein. And then on Friday, Betty. all right, Betty Hollinsworth and Sarah Belcher have a birthday this week. So we want to wish them a happy birthday. Well, God bless you. Trust you'll join us again at 7 o'clock tonight. Let me know how everything went. I know everything wasn't perfect, but it's the first time we've done a Sunday morning uh, service i think come through well i'll be logging in tonight seven o'clock seven o'clock a little different than six o'clock i'll give myself some more time because i got to do all this make these um these different things you see here it takes a while so we'll be logging in at seven o'clock trust you can join us again tonight and for now we're going to be signing off and we'll let you know i love you appreciate you be sure to share this and then we'll be making dvds for those and let us know if you can help. Be sure to give. Give the link. And we showed you how to do that. And we'll keep things going. And God will navigate us and guide us all the way through this. But in the meantime, God bless you. And I'm going to switch over here and get my screen again. And then I'll look to sign off.